Now we shall hear from tonight's featured guest. She's kind, she's humble, she's the Walmart of friends. <laughs> Did I use that word right? Eleanor Shellstrop. Hi everyone, I'm Eleanor. Uh, original flavor, not new and improved. I know a lot of bad stuff has happened because of me, but I never meant to hurt you. So if I caused you any harm, I'm truly sorry. That's nice, Eleanor, but I still crashed into a turkey carcass. And I fell into a sinkhole. And my dog got kicked into the sun. What can you possibly say to us that'll make up for your actions? Poe Buddy's nerfect? Poe Buddy's nerfect? That's hilarious. Zach, I'm trying to get the performance of my life today. Oh, I wanna wow. I wanna really leave my mark on podcasting. That's that's what I wanna do. That's the task in front of me. Okay. But I need you to really drive me there. Like I need oh, you to be behind I'll, me. I'll drive you, know, you like, to leave collar your mark. around my neck, leather yeah. from your ankles to your yeah. ears. And I need you driving me right now, Zach. Well, get me there. Get me to that space where I can do something amazing, unforgettable. I think we need to turn the mic off and go work <laughs> through this. Yeah, let's do that now. <laughs> I want to start off on that note. Uh, right off of that, do you remember a couple weeks ago we were kind of talking about uh, our ship name? If we had a ship name, do you remember? Yeah, that? we got a couple of suggestions, and I thought really? we could talk about them. Yeah, uh, well, two of them are from my partner Lil. Lil says Zaffin with a ph. Mm. Zaffin would be Zaffin or Zavin, because when you say your name, it's Steven. Sounds yeah. like a V, but it's spelled mm -hmm. with a ph, so it'd be Zavin. I like the sound of Zavin. That, that sounds like a real Zach name that people we went to high school would name a child. Yeah. Zavin, absolutely. get out of the gun safe. <laughs> now, Zavin, if you don't get in here right now, stop kissing your sister. And they also said Zeef with Zeef. a PH because mm. Lil likes to call you Steef. Yes. I think Zeef kind of works. But Zeef not enough okay. people are calling you Zeef in the podcast sphere. No. To really even think of your I name. don't think either of those are winners, but I appreciate the suggestions. We also had a suggestion from one of our YouTube viewers. Oh, wow. From Deadline83. They say stack with a C. Oh, that's hot. My, or with a CH. Stack with a CH, obviously. That's sexy. I stack. like that. Because I want to I want to stack you. So I I just want to stack us. <laughs> well, I can't up. help but notice that the first one you got excited about is the one that starts with an ST. You know, and I don't even think that's that's what it is. I just like huh. the the visual that I get when I think stack. Well, that's that was us just on top of each other. That was my argument when I said, let's make it Zach and Steven. Because mm -hmm. I like the way that it sounds. The bullshit <laughs> that everybody says. So I'll give you stack. There yeah, you go, stack deadline. is hot. And to it's keep edgy. Uh, blowing smoke up your ass, Deadline83 also wrote in to say that Steven did not have a celebrity dancing partner because he is the celebrity. Oh, wow. Thank and you. And then went on to say, well done for the money raised as well. That is awesome. I thought wow. I'd share that. Thanks, Deadline. Deadline83. Uh, I'm going to have to change my username yeah. and start leaving more <laughs> comments. Uh. <laughs> so thanks for that. And. What did we start off? You're you're really trying to have a good performance this week. Yeah, I want to do great today. I'm motivated. You know, I'm I'm coming back from a competition. Yes, I really am driven to be the best I can be today, Zach. Mm -hmm. You you 
are the what's what's the is it a Peter Satir, Satir Your song? You're the meaning in my life. You're the inspiration. Okay. You know what I'm talking I like about? That. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. But I wanted to switch it to motivation, but I wasn't sure people get the reference, so I didn't sure. sing it. Sure. I, I often think, Zach, before okay. we start recording about what song is going to play at the end of the episode, because I'm just really? ready you do. for it to be over. I do. Um, and today I'm thinking Motivation by Kelly Rowland, but then I was like, does Zach know that song? No, but I've put songs I don't... I don't have to know the song. Yeah. I will once I once you should I should watch the music up. video. It's a, it's a good one. It was Kelly Rowland's comeback in the... 2010s oh okay what's it called again motivation motivation that's i believe it's got a little wayne feature hi everybody welcome to into the time knife i'm glad you've joined us for another week hi everyone i'm zach and i don't know where i end and the turkey carcass begins <laughs> uh hi i'm steven and i'm the turkey carcass <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just I love exploding all over right into face. that turkey carcass <laughs> and it's just all over, just skin on skin yeah and i was <laughs> stuffed at the time <laughs> we've got to start off the show of course by shouting out our ten dollar and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast our patrons keep- who without them zach uh, we wouldn't have this super crisp sound coming from the the steven sphere so thanks to our patrons you know you keep pushing the podcast forward mm-hmm. uh and helping us get cool things like uh my new microphone that's hopefully true you guys are audience. A positive difference hopefully fingers crossed you've noticed <laughs> that steven's <laughs> All audio which was just shit it, up yeah. it has <laughs> uh has hopefully got oh, as i bonk my microphone that hopefully his audio <laughs> quality has gone up just a little bit with this new mic that is of course donated to us over time by our ten dollar and up patrons over at patreon.com those people are autumn marsh brian thurman mary baker budisa and danny m lugo thank you very much to all of you five dollar and up patrons all of them for helping us get this tech upgrade pretty cool yeah i got a crisp handshake for all of you guys <laughs> so what's new how was your week you said uh, it, your, was, it was good. It was eventful, Zach. Mm-hmm. I was uh, at a competition in New Orleans last week, which mm-hmm. the for those who have been with us for a while, I have competed in New Orleans before, but it was in June, and a swamp in the middle of the summer, Zach, is not a fun <laughs> place to be if you're doing a physical activity because it's very sweaty. Steven has some possibly yeah. hot takes on the city of New Orleans, I suppose, right? Because yeah, people I love do. I, New Orleans. You know, I really do. I love jazz. I mm. love the food in New Orleans. You love getting all the local drunk. people I've met have been very kind. Um, but it's a it's a filthy place, Zach. It was it was worse last time because I was out a lot more last time. Yeah, you had um, time to see it. Yeah, uh, this time the weather was bad, so there were less ne'er do wells. But I was there St. Patrick's Day weekend, which I was a little concerned would be a little crazy. Um, but no, it wasn't too crazy at night. I don't think maybe Friday night was, but I didn't go outside then because of, of that. But New Orleans, you know, it's got a lot of history, a lot of unique food you can eat, but it also has people vomiting in the streets (laughs) from probably 5 PM to about 3 AM nonstop. So the streets are disgusting. Like, and and I woke up really early one day last time to go to Cafe Du Monde to get Mm -hmm. some beignets and coffee. And because if you go really early, you can, you know, get in before the line is an hour long. Uh, And the street cleaners were out like washing the roads. And it was one of the nastiest, smelliest (laughs) things I've ever witnessed. It's like what I imagine it looked like when they cleaned up at the end of uh, 
shit. What's the Tarantino movie uh, where they rob the place and they all have the nicknames pinky and reservoir dogs yeah it looks like the cleanup at the end of reservoir dogs is what i imagine is equivalent to to the new orleans streets every morning i feel like all you needed to hear to know that steven isn't the type of person that should enjoy new orleans is that he used the word 'er ne'er-do-wells to describe (laughs) people there i feel like that told you all you needed to know it's not for him. <laughs> Those ragamuffins. Uh, but the competition was great. I was there with a the student, did some good dancing, uh, got to dance with uh, Danny. Like I said, that Patreon tier, if you really, really shell it out, you can be my professional dance partner. I keep mailing money to you week after week, and I've yet to bump and grind with you on the dance floor. <laughs> Zach, you can bump and grind with me anytime you want. I'd still really like to go to New Orleans just because I feel like it is a culture bucket list thing. But I don't really get out that much, really at all. <laughs> I don't get out fair. that much. That I don't. You know, Zach, I I'm gonna beg to differ because I actually saw somebody like share one of your Facebook posts. That's true. And say we should be like them because they do cute things, which I thought was a really cute thing. That you are couple goals. That's true. Yeah, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors, people. <laughs> it's it's rough out here. No, that's nice. We do go out and do nice things, but. It's not a weekly event. It's like a monthly event. Mm. But what we did that someone shared was Lil and I went to see the touring performance of Les Mis, like the Broadway production. I'd never seen it as a stage play before. I'm not going to review Les Mis for the people because, what, it's 500 years old. You know it. You give, like give us, it or give don't. Give us your, like, layman's, like, let's say I've never seen a Broadway show in my life uh-huh. and Les Mis is coming to my town. Yeah. Should, I, should I start with that? Well, I don't know. Because it's one of the most, like, important Broadway musicals of all time. Yeah. But it's all singing. It depends on your tastes because it's a little operatic. It's all singing. And it's a lot of characters and a lot of plot lines that spans years. So I really enjoyed it because I think it does more than what a musical typically can and does it in a way for me that I was able to follow really well. And I think mm-hmm. it tells you what's going on. And Because we were kind of making fun of it before – talking about how all of the sung lines are like this is my name and this is the thing i'm doing and this is your name and again my name was this but they've got to do that because there are like 20 characters and there's a lot of stuff going on and they do get it across Mm -hmm. however no i don't think if you have i think if you've (laughs) never seen a broadway musical it'd be a little much yeah it might be a little much just see the 2010s version of les mis hamilton yeah well what if i like i watched hamilton on disney Mm -hmm. plus I saw In the Heights in the theater. Mm-hmm. I like Moana. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- who does Lin-Manuel play in Les Mis? Is he going to come out and be like, I'm the French flag, wave me, wave me. <laughs> if if Lin-Manuel Miranda could sing, he could totally play Jean Valjean. <laughs> but he can't. He sure and this keeps is a singing in with things, singing. though. <laughs> I would say check it out if it comes to your town on tour, especially if you know a couple of the songs. If all you know about Les Mis is the movie with mm-hmm. uh, Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe in them, which has its moments, the musical I'm was totally different in a way that I really liked. But wow. what I wanted to bring up, I see, I didn't want to review Les Mis. And then you said, no, come on, tell <laughs> come us. Come on, give the And I will little... let you. I will let you tell me to do that, and I will. What I wanted to bring up is that it brought back a very core sense memory shared mm-hmm. with you on my 21st birthday in an Irish pub in Chicago with 
I'm just going to call you out there with Stephen Baker underage also at yeah, this pub absolutely. at the same time. Us getting fairly drunk at a, at a club that is at a, at a pub that is now defunct. It's no longer in operation. Patty Patty's is closed. That well, that doesn't surprise dead. me because one of the things that made it cool was that it was this like hole in the wall, but very nice on the mm-hmm. inside, like a nice bar, and there were only like five people. Yeah, uh, it must have been a weekday, right? I feel like we went up to see Hamilton on like a Wednesday, so maybe. I feel like because it was like a daytime when we saw Hamilton. Yeah. The night before, we get super drunk at the bar, and early the next day, we have to go see Hamilton. <laughs> but, okay, so we're great. in this bar. Steven's less than 21, and it's, like, us and, like, two to five other people mm-hmm. at any given time. And we took over the touch tunes, and we were playing the music we slash I was into <laughs> in 2018. 18 2018 yeah it was the year i moved to chicago so it was 2018 and what do you remember so what happened is we there was one other guy at the bar with us from Mm -hmm. what i can remember at the time and he was making conversation a little too much conversation yeah i think he bought me a, a shot for my birthday and he kept several times bringing up do you like theater do you like Les Mis? I really like the song One Day More. You should play One Day More and we should like sing all the parts, right? Am I am I misremembering that? Well, the only thing you're missing is that this guy had no intention of singing. He himself was not a songster. He wanted us to sing it He to wanted him. us to sing One Day More from Les Mis to him. Because we must have been drunkenly singing some Weezer song or something at the well, time. Well, yeah, because we were the dudes that are like... We can sing the melody and the other person harmonize to that yeah. melody. Everybody look at me. <laughs> yeah, look at us. We are music. You are nothing. And he, What it and he probably us- definitely was, Stephen and I, if we were going to have a good time and show off our prowess, just throw on Brick by yeah. <laughs> Ben Folds and let nothing Stephen and I vibes do like Irish a three-part harmony Chicago. with it. <laughs> we had those nailed, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some notes. I'll send I don't you my even know notes. if we ended up playing it on the touch tunes or we just kept singing. I certainly only knew three words of the one song. Day more, and they because were, that's one like day more. The epic sprawling song at the end of the first act where like all of the plot lines, which there are many, come together mm-hmm. over a couple of different melodies. Well, it also, that's the song that has the, uh, do you hear the people, people sing, sing, singing the songs the song of angry men. angry men. But that mm-hmm. and one day more were, were the only parts I knew. <laughs> and it's like a seven and a half minute <laughs> song. And he did. He wanted us to perform it for him. Mm-hmm. I think, but why did we play it? Were we like, well, we don't know it, I guess. Or were we so in the, yeah, let's sing for people that At we that probably point, know one day more, right? Yeah. Is that I what it was? I think we had really, he had put a lot of belief in us. Yeah. <laughs> and in turn, we believed in ourselves. That was a fun night. That was a fun night. Awkward moment, but it was fun. Yeah. You know what, what I always think of that night, Zach? Yeah. Is us going to that, like, secret bar mm-hmm. and me being too nervous to order an adult drink, even though I don't think they carded you for ordering one. Mm-hmm. But it was like a spy bar and, like, you could walk yeah. around and, like, touch different things. It was like, it kind of had a speakeasy vibe to where mm-hmm. you walk into a room that looks like an office. Yeah. That even when you know what's up, you are a little bit a like, little I'm confused. not supposed to be in this room. And you, like, go through a little initiation thing, and then they take you downstairs or whatever. Yeah, it was like a guy sitting there, like, 
doing office work yeah, at it was 11 o'clock cool, at night. Wasn't it? <laughs> and it was it, great. yeah, and it was you open it up and it's this big spy themed restaurant. I would love to go there again sometime when it's like more hopping, like as a touristy thing. I can't watch the I think you should leave sketch where they're at the like alien bar without, without thinking, thinking about of that, that spy bar. Yeah. Well, that place was cool at least because once you're in the place, it's kind of mm-hmm. just a chill place to hang out with yeah. maybe some stuff to do if you want to. It's just that initial. I thought that was cool. It was super cool. Okay, well, let's talk about The Good Place. Let's do it. Speaking of things that are super cool. Yeah. The Good Place. The Good Place is super cool. We're back. We're talking about season one, episode 11, the 11th chapter of The Good Place. This episode is called What's My Motivation? What do you think of the name of this episode, Zach? Do you think it's a missed opportunity to have named it Pobody's Nerfect? No, I think it's fine. I think that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Pobody's Nerfect thing is so funny. Mm-hmm. I think they do it just enough. Yeah. Okay. I, I, the oh, only I reason I really think that's funny is how Eleanor apologizes. And, like, sure, it's, uh, it's a heartfelt apology, but mm-hmm. it's not exact. Like, they have reasons to be mad at her. And that's yeah, nobody just, gives a shit. She gives the sorry. classic... Well, I'm sorry if what I said or did hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And everybody is rightfully like, no, that doesn't count. But then yeah. all she has to say is, Poe, but he's nerfed, and that works. You're like, <laughs> That's what I think is funny. Yeah. But no, I think what's my motivation is good. Because what's my motivation is like an actor thing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know this? Did you get the reference? D- explain it to me again, Zach. Who, who asked this question? It's, Actors. It's, it's, a, it's in a movie? Is it in a movie? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know? Huh? Is this in a song? Are you doing a bit or are you asking me? Yes, Zach, I know. Did you not hear my whole fucking start to the episode today? I did, but I, I I'm, now I'm lost. <laughs> what are you for saying? You to motivate me as a performer? This episode was directed by <laughs> Lynn Shelton. Do you even have my sound on, Zach? Am I even turned up in your ears? This episode is directed by Lynn Shelton. It's the only episode she directed of The Good Place, but she has a long and storied career, including an episode of Mad Men, five episodes of New Girl, two episodes of The Mindy Project, two episodes of Master of None, a show that we kind of bonded over a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, what else? One so episode of Shameless. Of oh, I like the, Shameless. Oh, because the third season was kind of a, a different thing. Yeah. It was good, but it was barely Master of None. Mm. Uh, also, she directed two episodes of a show called Marin. Do you know about Marin, Mark Marin? I know of Mark Marin. I didn't know he had a show called Marin. Mm-hmm. Good show. Nine episodes of Fresh Off the Boat, four episodes of Love, two episodes of AP Bio, five episodes of Glow, uh, one episode of The Morning Show. Did you watch any of The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston? I didn't Aniston? watch it, but I know of its existence. It's okay. It's one it's of those Apple shows TV that could show. be a lot better than what it is. Mm. It's, got, it's really well made, and it's got a fucking stacked cast i've and never it's watched an apple corny. tv show zach you haven't seen ted lasso Mm-mm. you haven't seen mythic quest nope you should yeah um, I... apple tv has some good stuff severance you should watch severance severance, severance is, really, is really, good. really good too yeah i hear the all the one. shows are great i just refuse to go to the website and use my aunt's login well i've never paid for apple tv plus i'm not well i don't pirate media the same way you do zachary i try and give the hard-working uh, men, women, and children that made these movies, the blowback they deserve. Well, the hardworking children that keep the servers up at one, two, three movies deserve <laughs> some support too. 
Uh, also, the, she directed four episodes of a recent show called Little Fires Everywhere. And Lynn Shelton, the director of this episode, actually passed away in 2020. So oh, rest no. in peace. She was diagnosed with a type of blood cancer and had been like dealing with it for a long time and didn't even know and went oh to the gosh. hospital and died a few days later in 2020. Oh, so rest in peace, Lynn Shelton. A hospital lesson there. A great career of directing a bunch of really great episodes of a lot of great TV shows, including this episode of The Good Place. Wow. This episode was written by Andrew Law, who later in The Good Place writes the episodes Existential Crisis, Don't Let the Good Life Pass You By, and co-wrote A Girl from Arizona, Parts 1 and 2 with Cassia Miller. And outside of The Good Place, Andrew Law was a writer on 393 episodes of Late Night with Seth Meyers. Wow. Which I think is the best of the late night shows. You do? I really like Seth Meyers because he's the only one that is kind of just doing the classic thing mm-hmm. and not doing a bunch of viral type things. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel does it a lot. And also Conan's gone and Trevor Conan Noah's gone. gone. I think mm-hmm. Conan and Trevor Noah would have given Seth Meyers some competition. We even talked about The Daily Show. I guess I didn't realize you liked The Daily Show. I love The Daily Show. I, I haven't been I watching watch it for a show, while, but I, I watched it with Instagram. Trevor Noah for a while, like in 2020, mm-hmm. 2021-ish. Yeah. And I they really had, liked him. Uh, I thought he was good. Uh, different people doing that every week there's been some funny uh and good clips that's cool i think i saw you sent me a clip it was one of the waynes brothers oh yeah is that that one yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah i like the daily show but seth meyers is actually really really funny nice i like him a lot. i liked him on snl i like him way more as a talk show host like he's really settled into his thing and he has some really funny bits and like all of the people that work on the show have kind of become characters. Like their oh, cue cool. card guy always banters back and forth with them and stuff like that. It's, that's it's fun. fun. I like Seth Meyers. I'm glad. I, I like the format of like a good old fashioned like nighttime talk show because there's a reason why it worked for so long. But now everyone just wants to. What can I do that will be funny for two minutes in a TikTok video? You yeah, know? And I think that's not. When I think it's really fun when one of those shows really just banks on how likable or funny the the host is and how Mm -hmm. he interacts with the people that come on the show. Um, And Conan did that really well. I don't know. I think it's just Seth Meyers. I think most of those shows nowadays are not good. I don't like Stephen Colbert's show that much. But that's a can of worms. Jesus, we're mm-hmm. 25 minutes. Well, 20 minutes <laughs> in. Uh, so Andrew Law wrote 393 episodes of Seth, Late Night with Seth Meyers, 18 episodes of Silicon Valley, one episode Ooh, like more Silicon recently Valley. of the Comedy Central series Aquafina is Nora from Queens, which is actually a pretty funny show, and two episodes of a show called Hacks. I don't know how I feel about Aquafina, but we'll save the Aquafina talk for a different day. Well, I don't really... I'm not informed enough to know how I feel about Aquafina or have a strong enough opinion to know how I feel about Aquafina, but that show's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's good. B.D. Wong is in it. He's really great. Oh, nice. And uh, this episode originally aired January 12th, 2017. Steven, you've been trying to get all this uh, this info out of me, just trying to get me to blabber on mm-hmm. and on so you can avoid what you've got to do. It's time to make the sausage. It's time to... Open up that encasing and just stuff it full of ground meat and hooves. Mm-hmm. It's time, yeah. my friends, to learn. wrap it up tight on both ends. Did Steven watch the episode this week? Hello and welcome to Walmart, where Steven, we're going to find out, did Steven watch the episode this week? Not my best one. Not my best. That was bad. Sorry. Eh. Too bad. I that's that's gonna deduct some points from me, Zach. I already know it. Every second that I drag this on, 
where it's getting further from when I did watch the episode, and it's not helping. There are no do-overs in the segment mm-hmm. or in the introduction of the segment. Yeah. So we're going to move forward. You're going to have 20 seconds from the clock to tell us everything that happened in this week's episode. What's my motivation? Take that little flub you had completely out of your mind. It's time to do the work. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Honestly, I, I didn't feel great about this while watching the episode, so I... I... I don't know, Zach. Maybe I'll just knock one out of the park. Maybe I'll pull it from my soul and and bear it to you. I, I don't feel like this it. has to be the hardest episode. You think this is going to be tough? I do. Okay. Well, let's see how it goes. Okay. Let's see if it's tough or tender for the boy. You've got mm, on go. Tenderize me. Three, two, one, go. They see that they all had point totals on Earth and that Eleanor's was really bad, so she's got to fix it. She's got to earn those points so that she doesn't get sent to the bad place when the judge comes to judge her. Um, She tries to do all these things to help because she wasn't doing it for the right reasons. No points were given. Chidi gets told he's loved by the new Eleanor. What's he going to do about that? He's stressed about it. Jason gets found out. Jason gets found out. That wasn't this episode. It was this episode where Michael finds out about Jason. Yeah, but... I feel like you didn't really get the Jason plotline at all. Because well, no, it's not... I, I, that sentence was not finished. <laughs> and also, it was more a story about Janet and Jason than Jason mm-hmm. getting caught out. Caught up. Mm-hmm. Caught. Just caught. Not caught out or up. Just caught. Just caught. Just caught. Um, you did a lot of the Eleanor thing, but then you also kind of didn't because we didn't get the end. We didn't get the stealing the train. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get enough about what's going on with Cheedy. How could um, I have? No time. But you spent a lot of time telling us about them getting their point totals. Didn't need that. <laughs> I was thinking about the beginning of the episode. I know. First things I saw. <laughs> I know you were. Um, <laughs> uh, that wasn't great, but it wasn't like offensively bad, but it, but it wasn't, wasn't good. worth rewarding. I think that's a C. Wow, that's generous. Thank you, kind You think sir. it's worse than that? I did. Throughout the time doing it and immediately after. But I'll take it. It's in uh, it's stone. A it's a Esmeralda, thank you. Can you just make sure that stays on the record? Esmeralda. Oh, did you not get the memo? I had to let Esmeralda go during the Patreon shout Found out her husband she wouldn't was a stop hunchback. clicking her pen. <laughs> yeah. Let's do some trivia for this episode. Let's uh, do you it. Go ahead. Kick it off. All right. What was Eleanor's point total on Earth? Ooh, negative 4,008. Yeah, it was. Good job, buddy. How many points does Eleanor get per door open? I know if she held it open for everybody in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. she'd get 1,000 points. But she Is does say two? per person. It was three. Three. Uh, that math doesn't add up. You can't divide 1,000 by three? Not evenly. Well, who counts Glenn as a whole person? <laughs> That's fair. What were Jason's serious crimes that he committed? I wrote them down in my notes, so I don't have them in front of me, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to access them in my brain. Mm-hmm. Dig, look, look inside yourself, Zach. Find what they are to it's you, not what helping. they do to Gone. you. Nah, I'm tickle not even going to try. Tickle em. I'll take the loss on this one. Um, As I got them, it was blowing up someone's boat that mm-hmm. sued him. Uh, stealing an old lady's leg, and then later oh, yeah. on he confesses to trying to steal Flea Flea's from... bass guitar. Mm-hmm, his guitar. According to Tahani, who did she help mediate a situation between? Ooh, it was... Do I have to say all their names, or can I say them as a, as a collective? You can call them a unit. 
That's what it I wrote down. It was the Spice Girls and her good friend Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Good job. That was a really funny line. That's really funny. Anytime you get to say Desmond Tutu's name, it's, right. like, it's a good time. Could you name all the Spice Girls if you had to? Yeah, you've got Sporty, posh, Baby, Scary, scary sporty, Posh, Baby. Um, what did I not say? Well, well now five? I'm fucked because you started saying them, Zach. Let me try again. You I was, got Posh. Just a question you got for the... Sporty. You got Scary. You got Baby. And you've got Ginger Spice. Ginger. I didn't say Ginger. Right. Ginger Spice married to Red Bull team boss Christian Horner. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think it's that one. How many yards... Did Blake Bortles have oh, in the God. first half of Jason's Madden game? I don't know. I know exactly the line. I, You know I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> You're like, what's a Bortle? What's a yard? Is that, is that a rule? <laughs> <laughs> what's yards? He had, I think he said either over or he says just 300 flat out. Okay. But in, in or around 300 yards. What did Pillboy spend his last $10 on? Oh, $8 on the burrito mm -hmm. and $2 on, fuck, what was he drinking? Um, I don't know. What Not the $2 drinking. Was, was it his fries? No, you don't Curly usually fries. get fries with a burrito. Rice and beans. Guacamole. Guacamole. Mm. Fuck. I knew it was almost liquid. Uh, I don't did... agree with you. <laughs> I don't think uh, guacamole Florida, is Zach? almost liquid. <laughs> I think it's close. It's like a paste. Yeah, but paste isn't liquid, buddy. <laughs> I want you to put to If I ever ask paste. you for a beverage and you give me something paste adjacent, <laughs> we're going to have a tough talk. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what drinking is. Um, <laughs> what? When did the real John Yu stop learning? Seven years old. Yeah, the age of seven. What are the refreshments at Tahani's Neighborhood Open Forum on Eleanor? They got some shrimp. Mm, no, that's the party. I'm talking just about oh, when they're the airing their grievances. She says, everyone gets some... Yeah, they're, they're like punned, aren't they? Aren't they named nope. thematically? They're just a food and a drink. Just a food and a drink. Just a uh, food and a drink. tea no. and friend fries. Nope. Lemonade and cookies. Ah, bold move, Tani. Interesting mixture. Unless they're like some little like lemon cookies. That'd be cute. Like tea Might be type cookies with yeah. a little lemonade. Sure. Like mm -hmm. biscuits more than cookies. Ooh, a biscuit. Yeah. Well, yeah. she would call them a biscuit because she's English. Sure. Sure. One would think. You got any more for me? Uh, that was my last one. How many? Fire him. <laughs> okay. What was Jason's personalized license plate? Butt lover. I love butts. I Wrong. love butts. What is Jason's guess at how he died? Don't know. He's like, well, it was Florida, so probably an escaped zoo animal on a mini golf course. Oh, that's funny. I don't know if I had that line. It's to Michael. Yeah. Later in the episode. And one more. What does Janet now know how to hate? Oh, genocide and mm -hmm. leggings as pants. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Pro or con, leggings as pants? Um, I think that it's fine to do, but I don't think it's the most professional look. So I think in your personal life, do your thing. It's totally acceptable to like go out to do yeah, something, do your thing. especially in like good weather or mm -hmm. if you're just doing like your daily routine. Yeah. I mean, come on. To anyone who says no leggings out, I give you butt and leggings. Yeah. Don't do take like that butts? from me. Everyone likes butts. Don't take it like away butts. from me. I need that. Everyone has a butt. Everyone should like butts. Well, no more butts because we've got to get into this episode of The Good Any Place. Any butts or coconuts, though, Zach? We're getting close to the end of the season. 
Uh, this is the anti-penultimate episode of the season. Mm-hmm. What's my motivation? What do you feel about this episode and how it moves us closer to that end goal? I really enjoy this episode. I think that um, it's not a perfect episode if I have mm-hmm. uh, maybe one gripe about it, but it's it's me looking for something to mm-hmm. complain about. Um, I think that all the characters are continuing their either story progression or individual progression for the most part. I love how much we get to see Janet and Jason interacting. Mm -hmm. I love Janet's explanations for how she feels about Jason. Um, I like that Eleanor, I think, has some very important realizations in this episode that are good. Tahani, I like, and she's good. She's being helpful to Eleanor. Chidi's doing, you know, Chidi things in Mm -hmm. this. He's trying to make decisions and things. But I think that it sets up one of my favorite reveals in the show when it comes to Chidi, like one of my favorite things. And I don't even think that happens this season, but it's setting that up. And that makes me really happy too. Because William Jackson Harper's incredible facial reactions Mm -hmm. and facial like things that he does are so smart and give you things that maybe you wouldn't know he's giving you otherwise. Yeah, his moment when she first says that she loves him and he just goes, Oh, <laughs> it's really, I, really funny. I think it's so funny when he's like, oh, I love you too. Egg. egg? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about eggs again? <laughs> That's like got to be my favorite. I love you reaction passing. Of course, the Drake and Josh C and chemistry that was holding that spot. But I think the I love you too. Egg is, oh. is great. Or coming soon to a Patreon near you that that 70s show. I love cake cake yeah that's a good good one one too Mm -hmm. yeah this is a good episode i think you're right it's getting closer to the season finale and they are in a lot of ways really gingerly setting up what's about to happen in a couple episodes and also setting up what's going to happen over the next 40 episodes yeah you know i think it's a good episode i think everyone does a good job here i think everyone's i think it's a really funny episode i think michael Mm -hmm. and jason and janet jason and janet is like one of the best comedic developments this show has made so far because it is cute and they are wholesome together and it's hilarious to see them work off of each other and i never would have thought of them going this direction Mm -mm. like never did that thought pop in my head of oh yeah jason and janet are gonna get together no because it's so smart you frame up four individuals and you think okay some combination of that is going to get together and they point in different directions the first several episodes and then this comes out of nowhere and it's perfect Mm -hmm. it's so funny it's so sweet and it works way better than it should way better than it should so cute okay so let's talk through it in the beginning of the episode michael is in his office and he's showing everyone their final Earth point totals, which was a red ah, flag so it for it is me. a good place to start a recap of the episode, Zach. Yeah, when you have an hour to do it. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. I'll just start giving you a full hour for that segment. <laughs> and let's see how you can do with that, okay? I feel like the scores at the end would be brutal. <laughs> Frantically gestures at chalkboard. <laughs> Fail. You forgot this one joke. (laughs) Okay, so they're in their office. I thought it was a big red flag that Michael was showing everyone their point totals. Mm -hmm. Because when Tahani figured it out, she wasn't supposed to figure it out. And now Michael's just flat out showing them. Yeah, I don't think that he should have given all that info away. Because people are going to internalize that. They're going to overthink it. 
The first really funny joke of the episode is Chidi comments on how high real Eleanor's point total was. Uh And when Chidi says, wow, your point total is really high, Eleanor, Eleanor makes a face and you think it's just going to be because she's like, no, it's not. I'm a bad person. But it's a better joke than that. She's like, well, what? Oh, crazy. (laughs) What is it? Crazy high? high? Yeah, crazy Crazy high high Eleanor was my nickname nickname in college. Yeah. Great nickname. Yeah. Uh, Tahani had a plan at the end of last week's episode, rushed off saying like, oh, I think I know how I can fix this for you. And her idea is literally, I don't know, a pretty easy idea to come up with, I guess. (laughs) Her idea is that if we're judging Eleanor's reason to stay based on here and and taking what she did on Earth out of the negotiation, then Mm -hmm. we should find a way to calculate her point total since she's been here. Which makes total sense. And kind of like the lie detector cube, which makes a reappearance later in this episode, the stopwatch with a point total is one of those really cute uh, good place inventions that just kind of helps move the story along. Yeah, Michael's got some fantastical things in his desk, Zach. What what would, like, be your Hmm. super powerful but normal-looking item that Michael might have in his desk? I think mine would be, like, a pin (laughs) that always writes what your heart feels i'd take a page right out of the good old donald j trump book and i'd go for a button that brings me a diet coke <laughs> diet did coke. you know about that he had a diet coke button no that's incredible yeah, he had a diet coke button your job is when this button goes off bring that monster a diet coke i feel all right. <laughs> Do you think that there's some guy just waiting next to a light with like a fridge full of Diet Coke and he's like, it's almost time. So I could tell you've been holding it. Not cold enough. <laughs> Take it back. Give me a new button guy. I can't do a Trump. Do you have a Trump? Not Let's really. not have a Trump. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's getting arrested soon. I think. I feel like no, he's not though. Well, right? he. I think he is because he made a tweet like NYPD's finest. I was your best friend. Don't <laughs> come for me today. Fight back the country. I can hug you all. Blue lives, my life. We matter. <laughs> Did he say that part? Was that true? <laughs> no. I don't know. I stopped reading after the <laughs> first two sentences. Yeah. I feel like Donald Trump is pretty much just Colin Farrell as the Penguin and the Batman. (laughs) Um, So Michael gives Eleanor the little tracker stop watch for her like a Fitbit. Did yours have the Fitbit jokes about like tying it to a ceiling fan? No, not at all. Yeah, he's like, it's like a Fitbit for your soul. And Eleanor will be like, wow, I'll actually use this one instead of tying my Fitbit to a ceiling fan to track the miles. And Every person like, that I know with a Fitbit shakes their arm to add their steps. And I'm like, that defeats the purpose. Yeah, and they were like, doesn't that, Chidi's like, doesn't that defeat the purpose? And she's like, yeah, but it shows the person that said I was never going to use it that I do. I don't know, that's, that's a funny fair. joke. Yeah. These extended versions of the episodes are probably funnier. Because yeah. it's just jokes that Maybe get I should cut. start watching. Is this show on Peacock? Oh, maybe the longer version would be on Peacock. It's an NBC show. I'm sure it yeah. is. Because they've got the Office extended ones on there. And there's some really funny jokes that get cut out of shows. So I feel like I would enjoy. Well, because like we said, it makes total sense that they cut jokes that don't really move the story along. Yeah. But the jokes are my favorite part. Give me all the jokes. Give me the jokes. 
The average in the neighborhood is 1.2 million and some, and Eleanor at her current total has negative 4,008. So she comes up with the plan that she's going to do nice things for everyone and rub it in their smug faces. <laughs> but it makes just saying that makes her points go down like five. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Eleanor by the guidance of Tahani is just holding the door open for everyone as they go into the frozen yogurt store. Uh, because one at a time, that'll be three points a pop. That'll get her up a thousand at least. But even still, one of the only problems I have about this story, uh-huh. which makes sense knowing what happens yeah. in the future but the time allotted for everything mm-hmm. when we're waiting for this big huge universe dis- decision to be made around Eleanor yeah. it feels like they have too much time to waste a full day just to get a thousand points letting people it's in it's true the, the urgency that was felt is starting to wane just a little bit in this yeah. episode now um, there's a genius reason for that. Yeah. But we're watching it as it is and in episode 11 it's starting to feel like well come on get to the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like how Tahani's never heard of Walmart. There's no way every Walmart greeter is in the good place. Walmart? It's a place regular people go. You haven't heard of it. That's one of my favorite bits. She's like, Walmart? Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> now would you want to have a, and I guess this this idea comes up later in the show because if you mm. know about the point system, how can you truly be, you know, authentic in what you're doing? Mm-hmm. But would you want a live counter of your points to keep track of to say, oh, I should get Absolutely my shit together? Not. Well, or, oh, I got some, I got some shit to burn. I, I'm like way up. I can <laughs> I don't, be a fuck for a while. I don't need a little stopwatch thing to tell me that it's time to get my shit together and I've got some <laughs> stuff to work on. No, I don't need to know. I like to keep my like deviancy in a incognito browser. Ah. <laughs> in the incognito browser of life. That's the that's the mode I go into when I'm kicking over homeless people and and stealing dogs. Are you using an incognito browser to look at those websites? Did you know that doesn't actually hide your info from your internet provider? That's why we use NordVPN. I don't, I use ExpressVPN. Nobody's trying to hide it from their internet provider. They're trying to hide it from their mom. Literally. (laughs) Okay, so Uh. I also think it's funny how Tahani's like, well, you don't have time to do any of the big ticket items, which... Of course I did. Quite fun. <laughs> I thought it was really <laughs> funny, funny how she said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tahani, through this, realizes that people aren't really reacting the way that they thought out of Eleanor just being borderline nice to people because everybody in the neighborhood hates Eleanor. And it's yeah. a really nice moment when Tahani's like, I've got it. Everybody hates <laughs> Everyone you. Everyone hates you. Oh, thanks. She's going to help. She's a mediator. She's done this before with the Spice Girls and with Desmond Tutu. Mm -hmm. She's going to get these people to change their mind on Eleanor so she can start cranking up them points. Which is really sweet of Tahani. I think she's, considering of the main characters, she had the worst reaction to finding out Eleanor was not supposed to be there. She was ready to go, all right, get her the fuck out of here. And this is coming off of last week, though, where Eleanor really put herself out there to make sure in the chaos that she and Tahani's friendship was still stable. Yeah. So it's nice to see that they are friends, even if Tahani's always do like in an episode called what's my motivation what yeah. is tahani's motivation but more often than not she does a good job at putting herself out there for people mm-hmm. we get cheaty and real eleanor it it feels like a little bit of time has passed because they seem to be 
really comfortable together, borderline yeah. living together. How did you feel about that progression? Do you think we should have seen more? It seemed more it happened a little quickly because we're still supposed to believe that this is the urgent time of the train coming with with Sean to judge them. Yeah. But they're they have living, a they have a routine routine a daily and mm-hmm. a daily routine isn't made in a week it's made in months no. maybe yeah this is a daily egg routine cheaty I love our daily egg routine this is such a great cheaty scene it's so mm-hmm. fun when like cheaty's character could be so boring. Yeah. But kind of in a way, like on our last podcast, talking about Paget Brewster's character on Community, Frankie Dart, sometimes mm-hmm. like the absence of of weird is far weirder than being fucked up. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. The fact that Chidi's this guy who has an egg routine and that's what he looks forward <laughs> to every day and gets excited about is weird and it's funny. It's cute. And, it, and it's so wholesome because he's finally getting to live what he's been hoping for this whole to a degree at least in in small windows sure of the life that he was hoping to live in the good place so i'm happy for chidi that he gets to have his little egg routine with real with real eleanor but you know chidi is like a simple man who is happy just to have like his kind partner there to share an egg with but when it comes to i'm using our egg routine to do this romantic gesture and tell you that i love you that ruined you just ruined a good egg routine. Yeah. Now it's about something else. Let's enjoy the egg and never have to tell each other we love each other. Which here's here's maybe my biggest qualm with the episode. Okay. Is we just did this. We just had a whole episode of someone telling Chidi right. they love them and him not knowing what to do about it. You're right. And it's kind of the same answer to uh, what's the time limit. There's a reason why all this is happening, and it is happening one after the other mm-hmm. uh, for a reason that we'll get to in a couple of episodes. Yeah. And but I agree with you. The only there's a moment where real Eleanor says something like, "I know you've been going through it a lot, mm-hmm. and and I'm not trying to put more on you." And then later on, there's a moment where where Chidi and Eleanor are talking and Chidi's yeah. like, are you sure you want to help because of the feelings? To con- I, mm-hmm. I, they're at least not forgetting what happened. They're not forgetting week. about it. Yeah. Which is nice. But it is at the point in the season where another Tahani throwing a party storyline mm-hmm. and another uh, Chidi loves circle after the, yeah. the last one. It doesn't bother me because I think this episode's pretty good. I think this episode's probably better than last week's episode. I would say so too. So this really freaks Chidi out. How do you feel? I would love to dive into for just a second because we're already going too long. Mm -hmm. On the concept of being told I love you for the first time, being the one to say I love you for the first time, has that been a high pressure scenario for you in the past? You know, I think it's, it's tricky because I tend to fall very hard very fast yes and i think depending on the relationship i've been in i haven't always been the first to say i love you but i have been in the past and sometimes it was for the right reasons sometimes it was maybe not sure and that's much less sleazy than it sounds no i know Um, exactly what you mean yeah like you're in that puppy love someone's finally giving me that attention and warmth that i crave it's it's easy to confuse like making up for a deficiency of of, sure. uh, of that type of attention in your life to being love when love mm-hmm. is much more complicated and multifaceted than that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you where I Lil and I said it to each other way too early, but what mm-hmm. I did really appreciate about our relationship is that we both said it at different times and mm-hmm. that we both said it with the kind of like in this episode but in a way that really worked for us in a mm-hmm. I don't feel a certain way if you're not there to say it yet mm-hmm. uh, but I do and this is the moment where I felt led to say it and we can yeah. leave it at that and that's fine 
And we did for a little while, and then the other mm. person said it too. I thought that I was that's really healthy. great. Yeah. Now, you and Isaac, of course, screamed it simultaneously at the top of our lungs at a point yeah. of climax that can only be imagined by a mere mortal. Yeah, but people didn't appreciate it so much. They said, can you leave the seven dwarves mind train? There are children <laughs> trying to get on the ride. You want to talk about eggs again? That's such a funny button. I yeah, love cheese obsession with eggs. Do you like eggs? How do you like your eggs, Zach? How do Preferred I like my egg. eggs? Yeah, if, if you like, like life on the line, you get one egg. How do you want that egg prepared? Steven, I love I would talk I want to talk eggs all day, buddy. Yeah. I, and I will. But I what what's what's sad is that I want this to be uh, an hour and a half long podcast mm-hmm. and I want to be able to talk about eggs for and you'll 15 talk about minutes. The eggs. I get it. I, I get it. But that's why quick quick decision. I you usually order my eggs over easy. Nice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like a runny egg. But if I, I like can a, only like have one fire. egg, I might want to consider getting it less runny. If I'm making like a life decision, I might be willing to change well, it up I'm a, a little I'm bit. I'm gonna sop that egg up. I'll lick uh, it. Okay, I very meticulously eat the whites and then try to eat the yolk in one bite mm. without See, most breaking. Most time it. when I have eggs now, it's it's on top of ramen, so I like to break that bitch. Well, that's up a different right thing away. for sure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but I do love a good like jammy egg with ramen though. The 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 yolk yeah, kind of stays its own oil. thing and isn't. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the jam is like set. It's mm-hmm. like set jammy, so it's kind of you... anyway. <laughs> That's the egg talk. I yeah. like eggs. <laughs> I like all kinds of eggs. Yeah, eggs are good. Scrambled, boiled, mm-hmm. hard boiled. I like a hard boiled egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like hard boiling my own eggs, but I do like a hard boiled. I used to always say sunny side up, but then I stopped saying it because I was getting clear whites too often. Agreed. All right. So we cut from one couple that's having problems to another couple that's having less and different problems because Janet and Jason are having like a little makeout session. Yeah. Like a hard cut to Janet, eyes wide open, and the two of them <laughs> kissing. Uh, Janet is learning to kiss for the first time. So when Jason says this isn't quite right, she's like, whoa, is it the number of tongues? Because I can add more <laughs> tongues if you'd Which like. Which sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'd be into that. I don't know Not if too I. Too many need tongues. I feel like the tongues need to be at different places in the body, though. If it's just Ooh. four tongues in one mouth versus my one, that kind of feels like, I don't know, I feel like I need more tongues, too. That can be arranged. <laughs> Jason, I think, is really funny and sweet in this episode. His whole idea of, I'm married to this girl that I like, and his brain not going much bigger than that, of, but mm-hmm. Jan- Janet's a robot. So him calling Michael... Janet's dad the whole episode is really Really funny funny, really sweet to me and he's not upset about the tongues he's upset that they haven't told Janet's dad yet Uh, but Janet lets him know that if Michael finds out about them he'll know that he's Jason not Gianyu and he'll Mm -hmm. have to be sent to the bad place so it's another I don't know it's kind of nice because just as Eleanor's problem is getting different and more complicated now in this situation we have I'm not supposed to be here and nobody can find out or else yeah, so it's well, and I think it's cute again. because his first thought is, I want to love Janet, what I think is the right way. Yeah. And Janet's like, she cares about Jason. And I think yeah. it's really cute that she does. It is very cute. I really cute. like that. A lot of cute lines here that, I don't want to lose you, girl. I'm not a girl. <laughs> and then he doesn't want to kiss inside like losers. He wants to live in Florida and kiss outside by a swamp with some old tires in it, watching a flamingo mate with someone's gun. Was that in your episode? <laughs> I don't think that was. <laughs> That's so funny. 
And that gives us the first Jason flashback because he's thinking about how he wants to give Janet and himself the life that he always wished he had mm-hmm. and that he always felt like he was working towards, right? Wait, hold on. I had a question I didn't ask you. Okay. Holy fuck. Let's hear it. I sk- What was the name of the restaurant Jason planned to rob? Don't know. Las Cantina de los Cielos, <laughs> which means the Cantina of the Skies. I don't think I that believe. was in my episode. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> it like on the menu? Is that what it, it was, was on the wall behind them. Mm-hmm. In this flashback, Jason and Pillboy are at a restaurant, and they're talking about, I love J-Town, but if we want to really get into the <laughs> the DJ scene, we got to get to Miami, but they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And Pillboy says it. <laughs> we, we don't got that Skrilla, B. <laughs> that Skrilla. So Jason comes up with a plan that they're going to rob the restaurant that they're sitting there eating at <laughs> now. That they're going to come back another time and rob it. And in a very Arrested Development Bluthian way, if they get caught, they'll just get married. That way no one can question us. You can't arrest a husband and wife for the same crime. I really like Jason and Pillboy's friendship with each it's other. It's so cute. It's so cute. And they're so accepting of each other. And they're kind of living in that ignorance is bliss space yeah. that I wish I could live a little bit more in. I, I love, I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. I have diarrhea. Me too. Me too. And then they run off together. <laughs> Best friends. It's really cute. And you know, it's, really there's cute. kind of that, you know, it's less charming when you're, you know, 30, but hmm. it, it, you know, there's that little cute phase that we all had in our lives where you had like $25 to your name and you spent half of it eating something that you could have gotten for less money, but you're with your friends. So you wanted to collectively spend half of what you have to enjoy a meal together. And it's cute. Well, not to say, not to take anything away from people who are in that situation because they can't get out of that situation. Exactly. But I don't think that's what amateur professional DJs, Pillboy and Jason are really doing. (laughs) They probably could get a job at like the Radio Shack and and, and stop spending their $10 on burritos. (laughs) Tawny, meanwhile, is holding in her house an open forum on Eleanor's issues and what she's done to all these people and how upset they are. And kind of one at a time, we get funny little moments of people... It is really great because we see all of the Eleanor things happening to the world on a big scale yeah. and on an Eleanor scale. So this episode is like, well, no, people were flying all over when that shit happened. Yeah. And someone hit a flying turkey carcass. And it was awful. And Eleanor, it wasn't just this cool CGI thing in the sky. It was literal that happened to someone, literal yeah. garbage. It happened to people that are supposed to be in heaven and that didn't do anything wrong. Well, uh, and, you know, I, I do have one issue with this scene, Zach. One oh person that was mad issue at her was the, was the girl with the dog. Eleanor didn't do that. That was Michael. Yeah, but it was all because of everything not being right because of Eleanor. Like, sure. everything ties back to Eleanor That's one fair. way or another. I did feel bad point. for the lady that opened a, her a restaurant. restaurant. It got smashed by... A giant frog, and then mm-hmm. she reopened it, and it fell in the sinkhole. <laughs> fell into the sinkhole, and Glenn's like, "I fell into I it. I fell too. in that too. Me too. I was there." Everyone hates Eleanor. It's not going well. So Tahani yeah. takes Eleanor away, and they decide that maybe. Well, Eleanor decides, and then Tahani agrees that maybe the best way is to recreate that first night party. This is my complaint. Mm-hmm. First night party, throwing a party again. again there's got to be other stuff to do, right? But yeah. the idea is you they're going to throw so. the party again, take everyone back to how they felt before all of this stuff happened as a way for Eleanor to get in on everyone's good side. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this episode should have, like, come before a couple of the others, maybe? Maybe. I think it 
it would have made more sense had it come maybe before the last episode that aired. Like, what if the Eleanor and Chidi thing, fake, real Eleanor saying I love you to Chidi happened ca- before? Happened before. Yeah. And then the Tahani and Eleanor, I don't know, just a thought. Although I, I do think that the Janet Jason wedding right. is a really nice bow on the end of last week's episode. What? <laughs> Chidi had what? that? What? <laughs> Everyone hates Eleanor, and if the party doesn't work they're all going to be tortured by demons which tahani says makes this her fourth most important party (laughs) really funny meanwhile michael's confronting janet because people have been complaining that she's not responding to requests and notices that she's wearing a wedding ring much like eleanor being down for it last week the janet and jason stuff i love how michael in this episode is just kind of like this is so stupid this yeah. is so <laughs> stupid. I think he plays that off really well. There's like one line, I think it's a little bit later, where he's like, this is bonkers. This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> Janet won't tell Michael who she's married to, but Michael's like, well, would it happen to be this person walking towards you with two frozen yogurts and also a wedding <laughs> ring on? And Jason sits down and says, Dad, we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> the way Jason's brain works is so funny. Michael takes them back to his office and we cut a little forward and Michael now knows the truth of Jason, who he was, why he's there. Uh, He's a failed DJ. And Jason says, I'm not a failure. I was pretty successful. (laughs) And Jason explains that he and Janet are like Romeo and Juliet, his dog Romeo and his Roomba Juliet. (laughs) They're explaining their love. We love each other. She makes the bass drop in my heart. And Jason is a person who was near me. And then he asked me to marry him. And there is nothing in my protocol that specifically barred that from happening. So I agreed. Love you too, babe. Yeah. (laughs) Michael's overwhelmed and asks Janet how it could have happened. And we get a little bit of an explanation from Janet that, like we've learned before, that when she's rebooted, she's a little bit different every time. Mm -hmm. And this Janet seems to have, like, a little bit of emotional uh, maturity and understanding Mm -hmm. and bonded with Jason in a way that Janet never had before with anybody. Um, It's really cute. Super cute. They're loving each other, and it's very, very nice. But it but it makes Michael really upset and flustered because it's just another problem on top of everything. And I'd like yeah. to talk about this in the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Michael, then it's a really funny moment at the ending of this scene. Michael keeps sending Janet away. I will speak to you later. Go to your void. Okay. No, Janet, come back. Hi there. Go. Sure thing. No! Stop doing that. Me? Go. Goodbye. Janet, come back. I love you. I love you too. It's so cute. And he's like, stop it. And she's like, me? (laughs) (laughs) No, leave. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Chidi's helping Eleanor study all of the names of the people in the neighborhood on flashcards that like on the back have reasons explained why they don't like them. Like quizzing Eleanor on who's who and and why they're mad at Eleanor. And it's really cute. And Mm. Chidi takes this moment to ask Eleanor for some advice. But in true Chidi fashion makes it overly complicated. Even the idea of asking her advice before he even gets to what the question is. Uh, but Eleanor gets it out of him and it's a cute moment of, oh, you, you do really know me when Eleanor like finally pulls it out Mm -hmm. of him. And he explains the dilemma that real Eleanor said that she loves him and that he wants to say it back. But, and I feel like these are some real anxieties, like wanting to say it back, but not knowing if you're saying it because they want you to say it back or because everyone 
the universe, it seems, is, is telling you that they're the right person? Or is it because you really feel that way? But I kind of like Eleanor's response. She's like, dude, this is your soulmate. Like, it's pre-approved. Like, yeah. go for it. Let It's let not yourself... like it's some random person you hooked up with at a bar. It's universe <laughs> approved is what she says. Yeah. Yeah. This puts her score up 20 points, which is a cute little win of a moment that maybe is a little insight into how Eleanor is feeling about Chidi, even after saying that she doesn't have the feelings for him that she yeah. thought she did, that she's putting the complex, abstract feeling she has for him aside to give him true advice and mm-hmm. help. And to genuinely want the best for him. Eleanor says to Chidi, kind of like how Tahani has her accent, that Chidi doesn't need his glasses. Get rid of the glasses. Yeah. We're in the good place. It's nature's LASIK. <laughs> We learn a little bit more about the Jason Gianyu situation. I thought this was really funny. The real Gianyu, like, got so zen that he registered as dead in the good place <laughs> system for a few moments. I've been there. <laughs> just, as, just as Jason did die. So that, like, crossed their wires. It happened at the same Which time. Which their system, Zach, at this point, really yeah. needs to get an overhaul. Because yeah. that's sloppy. That is very sloppy. They don't know the what people look like. They're just dots. Yeah. That, that's not how it should be, for sure. They share the same IQ, though, Jianyu and Jason. That also linked them. And Gia- uh, Jason mm-hmm. gets excited about it. It's like, no, yeah. it's because he stopped learning when he turned seven. <laughs> Michael gives Jason the same test that he gave to Eleanor, the light detector cube mm-hmm. thing. And Jason just has easy answers for each of the questions. Feels like he's killing it. Fuck yeah, I've committed crimes. I've gone to tons of chili concerts. <laughs> I, I definitely had a personalized license plate. It's really funny. He thinks he's doing well. Now, something that I don't understand is this is a lie de- like a lie detector cube. Um, I think a little bit of a miss, swing and a miss from the team here, was having it bump red when he's like, I think I'm doing a great job. And yeah. it's like, uh-uh. Because it wasn't, he wasn't lying. He did think he was doing a great job. Hmm. There yeah. you go. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Like, I'm just, I'm nit, I am picking the Well, because this today. is a show that's so close to perfect. Yeah. And that stood out. I was like, huh, that seems like a weird thing for them to not think of i thought it was really interesting how all of the stuff is out there on the table about jason but yet him like grabbing michael's face and looking him in the eye still works it's and magic. he's able to like talk to him now and, and and tells michael that everything's gonna be fine that it's all gonna get worked out it's all gonna be fine homie and that gives us another jason flashback jason and pillboy are getting ready to rob the store and finally get these lives that they deserve so uh, they're locking jason in a safe and Pillboy goes into the restaurant and pretends to be a safe installer. I thought the actor that plays Pillboy was super funny in this moment. Oh, that was he's hilarious. Like, he says, DiGiorno, I am a safe installer, here to install the safe. So just appoint to where the guacamole money is, and I'll uh, install the safe in the, how you say, uh, a place. <laughs> and then the person the gets up the phone, yeah, we're being robbed. <laughs> just instantly super funny and then she's still talking on the phone to 911 she says yeah his hat's a golf ball and his mustache is awful <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately it all happens so fast that it's so funny Pillboy goes up to the safe and goes I do I do I, I do we're married always now. and forever <laughs> Come on, man. yeah <laughs> While that's going on in the past, things are going pretty well at Tahani's party. People are seeming to have a good time, even though they still hate Eleanor. Did your bit have the moment where Eleanor, like, threw it back for a second? 
No. Did a little bit of a sexy, twerky kind of dance. And, nope, missed and out she, on that one. And Chidi's like, good place, good place, good place. And he's like, oh, you're right. She's like, That's oh, you're funny. right. And stops. It, 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 it woke up some things in me. Yeah. Sure. Not afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. You, you speak your truth, Zach. I can't blame you. I'd be right there. I was just a gotta gotta find the extended episode. I gotta buy the DVD. Yeah. That's what you're missing out, people, from the extended episode is this one moment when when Kristen Bell twerks for about five seconds. Worth it. That's worth a DVD price. And DVD. buying a DVD player if you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> so Chidi is putting off telling the real Eleanor the truth and is using like, oh, I'll tell her after I finish this drink, and then continuing to refill the drink. Uh, before it's empty as his excuse, which Eleanor's like, I can respect that. I respect the loophole. (laughs) In the bad place, so real Eleanor comes up and is having a good time, and it's time for she and Chidi to have a conversation. And we learned that in the bad place, they have parties too, but it's where they tie a rope around you and tear you apart. (laughs) I don't think any of that was in... Really? Mine. Real Eleanor walks up. She says, in the bad place, they had parties where they pull you apart with ropes. No, I don't think I had that. Huh. They said they had parties every day. Eleanor laughs and it's awkward, then leaves them to have their conversation. And Chidi tells Real Eleanor that he has a plan and a timetable to tell her what she wants to hear and that he's doing the best that he can figuring it out. And she tells him that she'll wait till the end of time if she has to. And that really freaks Chidi out. And then she's like, well, and I guess I could wait till the end of time because that's where we are now. (laughs) And then she walks away and Chidi pours another drink and like starts drinking it nervously. Was that in your episode? I think that last part was maybe. We cut to Michael. He's freaking out. He's in his panic hoodie, kind of in a fetal position. And Jason is really trying to be a son-in-law here. So you okay, Dad? You look like you took bad Molly. And I should know. I sold fake Molly to a lot of people. (laughs) Janet pops in as Michael's freaking out to explain that Sean's coming soon. He's going to be here tomorrow morning, and it's time to figure some stuff out. And Michael tells Jason that he has to leave to go to the party and and be with the neighbors, and that he has to lock up Jason in this room. It's not a jail. It's the good place, so it's not a jail. It's just a room where you have been put in the interest of public safety as a form of punishment and from which there is no exit. Bye. Was that in your episode? Because <laughs> that moment's really funny. I, you know what, Zach? The last few things you've talked about, I don't remember happening very well. So this, there might have been like a chunk, like a big chunk that was cut out. Because I crazy. don't know that there was any really cheaty and real Eleanor stuff for the most part at the party. Yeah, and I don't remember that jail thing at all. You don't remember? Did it have the fake Molly line? No, I think this that whole scene just to gone. Michael being like really disheveled at the party. Oh, so it's not the panic hoodie scene. Yeah, Michael locks... There's like kind of a runner because Michael locks Jason in his office and has this line about like, it's not a jail, but you have to stay here and you can't leave, please. And then later on, he like comes back to his office and like checks on Jason who's still there. But if you don't have that scene, it probably just reads as Jason is in Michael's office. Yeah. But there's like a whole thing where he like locks him in it. Yeah, I don't think I had that. Unless I just like was not mentally there for what seems like seven minutes which is possible write us in is that from the extended episode or should steven get some type of like diagnostic run on his brain yeah the party's nice but eleanor isn't getting any more points 
that's kind of ramping up towards where that mm-hmm. situation's going to go. And Tahani asks the disheveled Michael at the party to step up and say a few words. And he says mm-hmm. he's not really in the right mind, but he's going to. And he g- takes the microphone and just goes on and on about how nobody's who they seem to be. And <laughs> the only way to really find out who you are is if I pull your skeletons out, right? And he's like, okay, take her easy. <laughs> and then Tahani takes the microphone back and just says, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is funny. Because Eleanor, I think, she's like, yeah, make sure you mention, like, this about me. Like, bring that yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> say and a couple like, good yeah. things about me, that, I, that I, I'm the savior. <laughs> and he just freaks out. I love this type of disheveled Michael. Oh, it's yeah, so funny. it's my favorite. Ted Danson plays it so well. Tahani introduces the Walmart of friends, Eleanor, <laughs> and brings Eleanor out to say a few words. And we kind of talked about this moment already. She does her best to apologize to everyone. And it is a heartfelt apology, but it's kind of one of those celebrity who sexually assaulted someone and writes a mm-hmm. notes app apology for their Twitter yeah. type thing. Like, sure, you're sorry, but you did the stuff and you can't yeah. take that away. And that is going to forever alter how people see you regardless of how sorry you really are. Well, because you wouldn't be making this apology if people all around you didn't say, hey, we hate this. But this confirms for me that when we get super famous at any time and we get called out for sexually assaulting each other, that mm-hmm. I am going to just <laughs> go on like a Instagram live and say, Pobody's nerfic. Pobody's nerfic. <laughs> and it'll work. But we should like be on each other's lives and we're like... <laughs> The group thinks this is hilarious, and that's literally all they needed to start liking Eleanor. That's so funny. <laughs> After the party, people are continuing to warm up to her, and it's she. Ha- Eleanor has a little interaction with a woman at the party who's like, Pobody's nerfect. And Eleanor says, that really doesn't apply here. It's like, oh, well, Pobody's nerfect. Like, you nailed it. <laughs> Michael needs good news and asks Eleanor to check the ticker and to see where we're at as far as Eleanor's point total but it hasn't changed that much and michael has a really funny reaction to it as he walks away and says the nightmare continues (laughs) the nightmare continues (laughs) poor michael eleanor begins to realize that her motivation is the problem here that her motivation is so corrupt that it's just to get gains getting those sick gains Mm -hmm. those point gains uh, that she'll never be able to up her point value. She has this yeah. real, this sudden revelation and, and tells everyone, I've got an idea and I've got to rush off. People do this on this show a lot. In this show quite a bit. I just came up with it. Leaves Light the room. bulb! <laughs> Elnor then later at her house is not telling anyone what she's doing yet, but she's writing these personalized I'm sorry notes to everyone in the neighborhood, along with giving them Pobody's Nerfic t-shirts. And I kind yeah. of do want to get one. They're kind of great. You can buy them on like... I don't Redbubble or whatever. Nice. People make them. I might have to get one. On that Etsy site? Probably. Mm-hmm. She assures everyone that she knows what she's doing and that this will totally get her the points that she needs. Meanwhile, Michael comes back into his office where Jason is still trapped. That's where that mm-hmm. plot point continues. And Jason asks Michael how he's doing. And he's like, oh, you know, just wishing for the sweet release of extinction. Cool. <laughs> Jason tries to tell him that he doesn't need to worry. And even though Michael isn't really worried about this, this is just one of the the millions of things that he's worried about. Jason tells Michael, I'm going to give Janet the best life possible. He's going to do everything he can to provide for her. But Michael isn't so sure that Jason can be a provider because yeah. Michael knows more about Jason now than even he does. Jason doesn't remember how he died. 
Mm-hmm. Michael starts to tell him the story, and I like how in the good place when Michael says "pill boy," Jason's like "pill boy." That's my <laughs> man, and he like shakes his hand. <laughs> yeah, I'd love really that. cute. And it takes us to the last part of the Jason flashback, where a police officer who gave me some real a cab vibes. I did not mm-hmm. like this fictional police officer. No, he's questioning pill boy, and pill boy is trying to play it really slick, and he's like, "I'm not gonna say anything until I talk to your lawyer." and the police officer tells him look we know your plan we saw what your friend had written out we know that it was his idea and that you're just kind of the accomplice if you cooperate with us we'll we'll mostly be able to get you out of here Mm -hmm. just on parole and he asks if jason's gonna go to jail pillboy is really worried about him yeah and jason is dead yeah police officer tells him he died clearly because he suffocated in the safe and did a bunch of whippets in the safe at least he died doing what he loved a bunch of whippets. I think it is really funny. It's the most Jason cartoony way to die. But even though I can't remove it from this because I know what happens, mm-hmm. the safe thing is really obvious, but they wait a while for the payoff. So at yeah. first you're just like, safe? He's getting into it? What are they doing? And it's because mm-hmm. he's an idiot and he's, he's suffocated dumb. and no he air died holes. in there. Mm-hmm. Even though he had a snorkel. Pillboy says he'll never get what he really deserves. And the cop's like, I kind of think he got what he deserved. Which I don't like that. I, I didn't like it either. He deserves to die for petty theft. For I attempted petty theft. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. They didn't even steal anything. No. They, they just, just brought a safe leave. into a restaurant. So in the present, <laughs> in the time knife, in the good place, Jason realizes that he's a moron. He's stupid. And Janet needs to leave him because he's not good enough for her. I love the line where he's like, I'm an idiot. Like, you're the smartest person on earth, and your dad's an angel. (laughs) What a family. What a family. (laughs) And I'm the guy who tried to rob a place by getting into the safe with a snorkel. And I'm just now realizing why the (laughs) snorkel didn't work. (laughs) Little little steps for Jason. Mm -hmm. He's getting there. He's figuring it out. But this is where you kind of mentioned Janet is showing Jason that he... I, she cares about him. She loves yeah. him. And more, like, she loves him and doesn't mm-hmm. mind that he's this way. She already knows all this stuff about him. Yeah. And she cares about Jason, regardless of if she had any capacity to care before him, which is really mm-hmm. sweet. And Janet says, also, I hate things now, like genocide. And <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, wearing leggings for We're, pants. Leggings for pants. Custom Michael just going, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is bonkers. So Michael comes to the conclusion that she's got that he's got to reboot Janet again to fix the error, which makes sense from Michael's perspective, but really freaks Janet and Jason out. Janet has a funny moment where she talks back to Michael. Is it an error to act unpredictably and behave in ways that run counter to how you were programmed to behave? Yes. You two sit tight. I'm going to go murder Janet real quick and be right back. So he leaves to go murder Janet. And Jason at first is like, hey, this sucks, but it's okay. I can teach you all the Dorito flavors again. Mm -hmm. But Janet has changed. This Janet is a little different, and she has some ownership over herself. And she's not willing to let that happen, so she's going to try to stop it. Because what if they don't fall in love this next time, Zach? She doesn't want to live in a world where she's not in love with Jason, and I think that's so sweet. And this is a really smart way for these stories to intersect in this episode. Janet, other than Michael, is the only person that has any knowledge or interest to leave the neighborhood, to get people out of the area. And now she's kind of on their side. 
Mm-hmm. So Janet says, we've got to get out of here. I've got a plan. And we leave that to see at Eleanor's house, Chidi, Tahani, and the real Eleanor are wondering where our Eleanor is and what she's going to do and what's going yeah. on. Uh, Chidi apologizes to real Eleanor for not being able to say he loves her and gets him down the path. I thought this was a really good reveal, how mm-hmm. they let Chidi figure out what our Eleanor is doing. Yeah. Because uh, he, he's worried about his motivation with this Eleanor. And mm-hmm. telling her telling her that and, and thinking through it, it makes him realize what's going on with Eleanor. So he goes off and he grabs the stopwatch and we see that Eleanor's points have gone up a lot. She's, like, got one point something million now, right? Yeah, which shows Chidi that she's done one of the most selfless things that she could do in her situation, which Mm -hmm. is to change her motivation for doing good by giving up what she's trying to do it for. Yeah. So she's going to go to the bad place for, like, the third Mm -hmm. time in three episodes. She's like, you know what? (laughs) You're right. I shouldn't be here, and I should fix it. A lot of wishy-washy people in in the good place. Yeah, flip-flip floppers, if you will. So Jason and Janet show up to the train station. They're getting ready to leave on a train. And this is where we see Eleanor, that she's there, and asks Janet to call her a train for the bad place, that she that she doesn't belong. But Janet is on their side now because she yeah. talks to her about, well, sure, you don't belong, but neither do I and neither does Jason. So we're all just going to get out of here. And like you've mentioned, you've been tracking how much – Eleanor has been bringing up the idea of the medium place. Mm-hmm. Janet introduces us to the concept of Mindy St. Clair, a person who lives on in a neutral zone, like free from the good place yeah. and the bad place, a sort of medium place, and asks if Eleanor wants to go. And it's such a nice moment of Eleanor being like, yes, finally. This That's what I've been, been saying this whole time. About. It's just here. Yes, let's go. I love that. I love Mindy is the way that yeah, she says it. I love Mindy. The train shows up, and Eleanor's excited and ready to go, but this isn't the train that any of them were planning on calling. It's Sean. Sean. Sean doesn't do much here, but we've got to talk about that pretty great reveal of his character. The train pulling up, the door opening, his foot stepping down, and and Sean is a uh, uh, a scary figure in this world and his his power is felt his presence is felt when he shows up on the scene just as he shows up and gets off the train jason janet and eleanor slip right onto the train and get ready to leave janet i like she starts like messing with buttons on the train and she's like i hacked into the mainframe (laughs) just kidding i am the the mainframe (laughs) so funny it's really interesting because it's clear that michael really answers to Sean and is really scared of Sean and that he's Mm -hmm. like a boss for him. And he's trying to be on his best behavior to him and tell him that he's been building a case and that Eleanor is a good person and that we're going to prove to you that she should stay. But Sean already knows exactly what's happening and says, really, because she just stole my train. (laughs) And the episode ends with Michael dumbfounded, seeing Eleanor on the train also looking kind of dumbfounded. And she says, I'm sorry and waves goodbye. Michael says, not great for my case. No. And that's where we end this episode. Yeah. I've gone from thinking it should go earlier to remembering that it ends in a way that really caps off the last three or four episodes. It does. We've been building towards Sean getting here and making sure everything is in line for when he gets here. Mm -hmm. And then when he does get here, Eleanor's on to the next plan just after doing something really selfless to doing something pretty selfish. Yeah, she she instantly kind of switches up, which, like Michael says, is not great for her case because I'm sure... 
the reason they all arrived together is because Chidi and the gang ran to Michael and were like, hey, look, she did this thing. She's getting ready to go to the bad place. Look at these points that she earned. We have to stop this. And, you know, Sean's timing was just as bad and good and perfect as it could have been. Yeah, really great. Anything else before we get into spoilers? I think it's a good episode. I don't think so. I think it's a good episode. I think of this middle to late third of the season i think this really does it it brings it all up in a great way and sets us up for the next two-parter finale episode that's gonna yeah gonna really wrap these things up and it's gonna be really exciting it is before we move into our good place bad place there's two things i'd like to mention in spoiler talks let's talk about wow, 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 wow. Choo, choo. the spoiler trains rolling into the station the first thing i want to mention is how Michael, who has orchestrated all of this as a new prototype for a bad place neighborhood to torture mm-hmm. these four humans, I don't think ever expected that something like Jason and Janet could happen. No, I think he's genuinely like, what the fuck to that whole thing. That is so satisfying to me that when he's like, this is crazy. This is bonkers. <laughs> it's so because he's still controlling all of this. He knows. Yep, yeah. this is when Sean shows up. This is when the neighborhood likes Eleanor again. This is when Eleanor leaves. It's all decided. But this wasn't. The Jason and Janet thing is just so weird yet so unavoidable that he never could have thought about it and he never could have kept it from happening and he's just lost after being in control of everything. I don't know how real the points counter is because did he want her to try and get Janet to call her a train to the bad place and Sean shows up right at that moment? Probably. What what was the plan there? Because probably you can't trust anything. So probably. Yeah. I feel like that was all orchestrated. The them finding Pobody's Nerfix so funny. I don't know. Is that genuine because they're demons and they've never heard that before? Or is Mm. that Michael told them to do that so they like Eleanor? I feel like it has to be that Michael said, this has to end with you guys on her side. Mm -hmm. So, like, give her a fight. Make it, make her work for it. Make it painful. But by the end of it, you have to have been won over. Uh, What did you say before that? You made me think of something I wanted to say. The points counter. Yeah. The whole point system is fucked because all of these people are in the bad place. Yeah. There was never any truth to any of these values. They all have negative values. Absolutely, they do. The other thing I wanted to mention that's just a smaller moment, as Michael asks Eleanor to see the count later in the episode, and it's bad, and he says, the madness continues, the madness continues. It's so devious because he's like, oh, it's all happening, and it's just going to keep happening, and that slow point clicker. And like talking all throughout the episode of how it's getting frustrating waiting for the things that are supposed to happen to be happening because mm-hmm. we're in a world where these people are just in constant limbo are in limbo they're and always terrible... made to be stressed about the next thing that's happening and yeah. the show kind of pulls the same trick on us because we don't works. know we're in the bad place either and it does work that's spoilers anything else you thought of this time it's all spoilery things yeah for me spoilery things let's do good place bad place Let's do it. So we've got a message from one of our patrons, Autumn Marsh. Great. Uh, Says, hey, you guys, the title of this episode reminds me of the Community episode where they are cutting together a bunch of footage of Chang to make a movie. And he has a line saying, what's my motivation? motivation?" Mm -hmm. Um, It is so crazy. We're almost to the end of season one already. I'm really glad you guys chose to keep doing a rewatch podcast after Community. They're my favorite type of podcast to listen to. Well, we're happy that you're listening. Glad you're with us. I'm even more excited about the new rewatch podcast on April 20th. I'm honored to have been chosen as your soulmate at the beginning of last week's episode. (laughs) As long as you and Steven and Lil's relationship isn't too crowded and they're cool with it. 
Yeah, sure. I, they, don't they don't have a choose. say. They're yeah, not they're, part. Of, they have nothing to do with this. Come on now. Worry um, not. Anyway, congrats, Steven, on your fundraising, and to you, Zach, on finally finishing all of those movies and shorts in time. I told <laughs> two my accomplishments that are very <laughs> different. I don't know. Like, I feel like yours. You had to do a lot more work than I did for mine. But shout out um, Steven for like helping the world be a slightly better place, and <laughs> shout out Zach for sitting on for his watching ass my for like 150 hours in the last two months. <laughs> Thanks. Autumn. For, you paid for some of it. What? You paid for some of it. I didn't say I didn't. I know. I was about to say and paid for none of it, but you oh, paid yeah. for some. I paid for some of it. Yeah. I told my husband we should do that for next year. He loves movies, and I think it would be a great experience. It was fun. Yeah. You got somebody to talk to about it, soulmate. <laughs> my thoughts on this episode. Yeah. Mentioning an episode that hasn't been covered yet. Oh, I I don't know. There's in parentheses. I don't know what that means. I don't we'll know. See. I don't know what that means. We'll, we'll see. Find out. Only um, one something I have out. wondered. When Tahani is talking to Eleanor, she says big ticket items to gain points like sacrificing your life to save others or uh-huh. change the consequences of a civilization, both of which Tahani has done. Are things that Tahani has done? Is that the case when she died? Uh, should, I, should I say how Tahani died? Has it been in the show yet? It's not like that spoilery. Did Autumn write it? Or are you just yeah. remembering? Autumn wrote it. Yeah, go ahead. Read it. Spoilers right. for Tahani dying. Spoil- spoiler. Yeah. Tahani has done. Is that the case when she died being crushed by a giant statue of her sister? Doesn't mm-hmm. seem like she sacrificed her her life to save anybody. I was thinking the exact same yeah. thing. I don't... Uh, maybe Tahani thinks that she died doing that. Well, I think that's just an insight into a lot of the stuff Tahani tells us is true. Yeah. But she is very quick to make herself look good in any given sense. Absolutely. And I think she does certainly slip in things that are embellished or just completely false. Mm-hmm. And then Autumn gives us some favorite quotes from the episode, a lot of which we we mentioned. Cheaties, I love you too, egg. <laughs> when Janet asks Jason if one tongue was okay when they were kissing and then says, I, I can, can add, add more, more tongues. tongues. And then when Pillboy says to the officer about Jason, he never got to live the life he truly deserved. And the officer responds, I think he got roughly what he deserved. Great delivery. Great delivery, but cops are still bad. Yeah. Lastly, Pillboy and Jason's conversation about getting married gives me Arrested Development vibes. Yeah, it does, mm-hmm. Autumn. Autumn, that's mm-hmm. why... You get to be soulmates with us because you you get it. And then Autumn's good place, bad place, maybe it'll give us some inspiration for okay. ourselves. Autumn's bad place pick was Jason with his long list of offenses when Michael was questioning him. It's funny in the show, but in real life, he's chaotic. It's true. He is a criminal. Don't steal old lady's legs. Good place. Real Eleanor for being understanding of Cheaty, being Cheaty, having a hard time making any decision or statement mm-hmm. without his insufferable due diligence. <laughs> That's all, folks. Have a great week, you guys. Autumn Marsh. Thank Thanks, you, Autumn. Autumn. And give little Zach and Steven a kiss for us both. Yeah. We'll be back with those cigarettes one day. Next time that fresh little baby boy uh, <laughs> takes a latch, I hope you're thinking about his namesake. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're wiping that poopy bottom, I hope you're thinking about good old <laughs> Zach and Steven. Over it Mate, don't forget to night. play us in speakers right by the baby's ear when he's yeah. sleeping. Okay, let's do this good place. Yeah, who's, who's in your bad, bad place? Bad place. Bad place for me this week is Eleanor because she does so much good work and then totally turns away from it the second another option is available. When she That's was fair. so close to doing something so good, she can't do anything but the selfish thing when given the choice. Yeah, that's fair. My bad place was Michael because he was going to go reboot Janet and end the love between Jason and Janet. That's not hurting anybody. It's not hurting anybody, but also, like, Janet's not a real thing. It's a, it's like resetting your phone 
I like putting it back to store settings. I don't think there's anything flat out morally wrong about trying to break up the relationship between I think a, it's a not man nice. and a machine. It's not nice, sure. It's not good behavior. It's not good behavior. But it's not bad don't place. Care about it. It's not bad place at all. Mm. Bad My place for me. Good place though, I think is going to be Janet. Good choice. For putting yourself out there, for standing up for love, for fighting for love, which does not hurt anyone, mm-hmm. and for learning to be a little bit more considerate of people, learning more about good and bad. Like, she's only been sentient in this way for a few episodes, and already she's done so much better than many of the characters on this show. So, That's Janet, fair. good place. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adjust my original pick, because I originally had Eleanor, but I have been swayed by her final actions because I thought Eleanor had a great episode. I thought that she was really trying to do a lot of things, even sure. if her motivations weren't the most pure. I thought she was still trying to do good things and she was helpful to Chidi. Sure. But she does undo it all at the end by saying, yeah, I'll run away to the medium place. Fuck what I was going to do. Exactly. Um, this is an out. And I think that's that's bad behavior. Um, but I'll give my good place this week. Uh, to Tahani Al-Jamil okay. for being so helpful to Eleanor for trying yeah. to, you that know. feels right. Yeah, she put a lot of effort in. She organized forums. She put together a whole nother party again to try and, and do this. And I think that yeah. that shows a lot of growth from Tahani. Yeah, so but Tahani's she my, would my throw a party for anything. Well, sure. That's our good place, bad place this week. Guys, if you want to be a part of these episodes, send us in your trivia and your good place, bad place for future episodes to timeknifepod at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at TimeKnifePod to find out which episodes we need reached out for next. Am I a joke to you? What do you mean? I tried to come out here and do my best today. And you're yeah, going I, to usurp yeah. the Twitter handle I'm a little flighty me? today. I'm not quite as quite as sticking to the script this week, am I? You're not locked in, Zach. Not lo- I'm not really locked in. I I'm sorry. 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 i am sorry i you can also get the video accompaniment to this podcast on YouTube. Search the name of the show and you'll find us. Uh, you'll get Will to I see get YouTube what... banned for doing finger guns? Is that I violence? I think so. Is that YouTube true? YouTube bans everything now. That um... can't be true. <laughs> what if I show my way. asshole? <laughs> what if I show a <laughs> I don't know. Is that uh, count how as old violence? are you these days? Okay. Sport. <laughs> um, get to see... All sorts of things happening. Get to Too watch much, us really. flip each other off for See an hour and make probably. Sweet, suggestive motions towards each other. Absolutely. I want to shout out the Patreon, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Every week before we record the show, we do our live You Can't Disappoint show. You get this podcast a week early every week. And starting April 20th, The Basement, our That 70s Show podcast, will be coming only on the Patreon every single week. That's going to be a lot of fun. And that's it for this week. It's been a lot of fun being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. All of your good place stop watches have just gone up and up and up with skyrocketed every moment you spend with this Zach and Steven and me. Well, ours have just plummeted because of our bad motivation. Sure, Absolutely we're giving all the Patreon money to Big Tobacco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they can't all the money I raise to combat breast cancer is going right to the cigarette companies. 
Join us next week. We'll be talking about the penultimate episode, Mindy St. Clair. It's going to be a lot of fun. Please join us. Steven, send us out of here. From inside the time knife, Black Lives Matter, defend drag. I'm Zach. No, I was just <laughs> nodding in agreement. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Steven. And let's go get in that shower, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm getting in the car now, Zach. See you in a few hours. Make sure that water is cold. I don't want to burn myself. <laughs> I guess that's where we end it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. And stop. So close.